Hey, this is Steve Durr. I hope you're doing well. Today we're going to look at Luke chapter 6, starting in verse 20 and going to verse 36. And this is Jesus' teaching. It says this, Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for in due time, you will laugh. What blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the Son of Man? When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, their ancestors treated the ancient prophets that same way. What sorrow awaits you who are rich? For you have your only happiness now. What sorrow awaits you who are fat and prosperous now? For a time of awful hunger awaits you. What sorrow awaits you who laugh now? For your laughing will turn to mourning and sorrow. What sorrow awaits you who are praised by the crowds? For their ancestors also praised false prophets. But to you who are willing to listen, I say, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who hurt you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, offer the other cheek also. If someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also. Give to anyone who asks. And when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Do to others as you would like them to do to you. If you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get credit? Even sinners do that much. And if you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit? Even sinners will lend to other sinners for a full return. Love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be very great, and you will truly be acting as children of the Most High, for He is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate, just as your Father is compassionate. Yo, Jesus, I don't like this teaching. I don't know what you're thinking when you hear this stuff. All I know is it sounds really good to say. And it's really hard to live. And so when you read this text, a couple things pop out. One, Jesus here is giving some new rules, some new way to live. N.T. Wright, a great theologian and author, uh, made this point. He said it's as if in this text, it's as if Jesus is showing up on the playground and saying, this is my playground now. And I'm bringing the new playground rules. So far, you've been doing things this way. It's been boys catch girls. Well, now it's going to be girls catch boys. You know, we're not. We're going to do some new rules here for Foursquare. Jesus is bringing a new way of playing. He's like, this is what my team is going to look like. This is what it looks like to follow in my footsteps. This is what it means to follow me. And so Jesus is giving really a new way of thinking, a new way of living. 
In fact, at the end of the text, everything we said is Jesus is saying, listen, live this way because you'll be acting as children of the Most High God. You're going to become the spitting image of your dad, of God. And so that's kind of the focus of all this. But when you read it, I mean, the first whole part is very challenging. It turns my view of being blessed and those who aren't blessed upside down. Jesus says, blessed, blessed are those of you who are poor. And then he says, sorrow awaits the rich. And he says, blessed are you who are hungry. But sorrow awaits you who are prosperous and have plenty. And he says, blessed are you who weep now. And sorrow awaits those who are laughing. Blessed are you when people reject you. But sorrow awaits you who are praised. I mean, when I think about blessing, I think of things that Jesus ascribes to sorrow. I think of being rich. I think of being prosperous. I think of laughing. I think of everything going well and being accepted. And Jesus says, no, no, no. When you follow me, life's going to look different. And you will be rejected. And so Jesus is preparing his followers, saying, listen, you will be rejected. You will go without. You will face hardship. And he's filling them with courage to say, but don't lose heart. You're, you're doing this because of me, but you will have a great reward. There will be a big payoff. There will be a great way to go, pat on the back, amazing joy and blessing if you're faithful. And so how should we live then? Jesus is saying, listen, are you on the blessed team or the sorrow team, you know? Because the people who were opposing Jesus, who were rejecting him, were those who were going to face sorrows ahead. And so for us, one of the questions we have is, what team am I on? What rules am I playing by? Who am I trying to follow? Am I following Jesus or am I following the wider world? And so how do we follow Jesus? How do we begin to look and be in the spitting image of our dad, of God? How can we play by Jesus' rules, be on his team? What does that look like? He really lays it out in a real difficult section of Scripture that is so counterintuitive, so different from the way we live that we can only do it through his help, and that's loving our enemies. And so he says multiple, multiple times, love your enemies, love your enemies, love your enemies. But what does love mean? You cannot command a feeling, right? You can't say, I need you to love me right now. <laughs> you, you can't command someone to love you. Sometimes we wish we could. It would have helped me in my dating relationships back in the day. But you can't command a feeling. When Jesus is, uh, says to us, listen, love your enemies, it's about action. It's about loving actions, loving kindness, responding to someone in a way that acts as love. And so when Jesus speaks about love, it's a very active doing type of thing. And so he says, love your enemies. What does that look like? How do we love our enemies? What do we do? We do good to them. We bless them. We pray for them. We lend to them. We give to them. And so loving our enemies may not mean today that you all of a sudden have these warm, fuzzy feelings toward that person who treats you terrible and has rejected you. It's not, it doesn't even necessarily mean you enter back into a relationship with them. But it does mean we bless, 
we pray, we do good, we give. Because following Jesus is a life of radical love. It's a life of active love. It's a life of absurd generosity and extravagant love. And so today, what is God saying to you? What face or name is coming to mind? Do you have an enemy? Do you have someone that you you just don't like to be around? Is there someone who's rejected you and hurt you? Who is your enemy today? And how will you choose to love them? How will you pray for them? Because when you do, you act like Jesus, who hung on the cross, who looked out after all the, all the people who were putting him on that cross, who were crucifying him, who were killing him. And what does he say? He says, Father, God, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. So what is God saying to you today, and what are you going to do about it? Let's pray. God, apart from you, we cannot do this. We see clearly how we would choose to get even, to hold a grudge. God, how we would choose to hoard. (laughs) Apart from you and your power, through your Holy Spirit living in us, we cannot live this way. And so, Jesus, change us. Holy Spirit, change us. Father God, change us. Make us more like you. May we today respond as you call us to respond in the way you respond and bring life through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.